Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Hi there, Lisa. How are you? How's it going, girl? You sound really old. Where are you? I see. I don't see so good no more. Say, kids, get off my lawn. Get you, kids. If I had a lawn. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Wait, that's not a lawn. That's the cemetery. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. I'll be there soon. Oh boy. Hey, I, I'm looking out at the grass, and you got a bunch of moles happening out there. I know. Luckily, they're on the other guy's property. Yeah, sweet, I know. Sweet. I know. So, yeah, I just had a birthday. Old man, look at my life. Twenty-four, and there's so much more. Happy birthday to you. God, I've had. Thank you. I've had so many birthdays, man. You know, there. I guess there comes a point in everybody's life if they should live so long as to. There's finally one birthday where you go, "Are you kidding me? That's not possible." Was that this birthday? I think it. I think this would be one of those. I and you know what? Even though it was your birthday, I said the same thing yeah. about you and your birthday. I can't, I can't uh, fathom it. I don't want to be too specific. I mean, it's not a state secret or anything, but it's, it. I mean, you know, there's, there are, there are times, birthdays when you say, well, I don't know. You could still, you could still say, yeah, I'm still a whippersnapper, uh, but only guys my age say whippersnapper anyway. So. Well, now. Now. You didn't like three years ago. Let's just say that I am fully engaged in the whole ARP magazine. Uh, That's out at the mailbox. And ARP, as you may know, is the noise that people my age make when they get up in the morning. Well, you still look good. Thank you. And thank you for buying this uh, half case of Insure here. I'll just drink this during the show. You're welcome. And uh, hey, I and might, I might, I might have to leave every once in a while on this podcast, okay. run down the hall. But uh, you know, otherwise, I should be just fine. Good, yeah, you look good. Let me put it we- this way, and this isn't anything that's too cheery, but I have now outlived my father by one year. Yeah, no, no. that's what's really difficult about and these as you birthdays. Up, I know, as you creep up closer to that anniversary date, uh, whether it is like a father or mother or somebody that you and you and you see wait a minute i'm getting that's about the time they checked out i wonder how am i gonna lap them or not yeah so it, yeah, it's sort mother, of a psychological thing but now i've now i've vaulted past it and 
My uh, mother I, passed away when she was 48, which, so that birthday was really well, that's difficult. that's ridiculous to pass away at 48, it was, isn't it? And it was just a very weird birthday for me. Oh, gosh. And so every yeah. birthday after that, it's like, wow, my mom didn't get to see <clears throat> the big five zero or the big six zero or the, yeah. not that I'm that yeah. old, but... Well, I just, uh, I just, uh, I'm not as old as you though, but I'm getting up there. Not by a long shot. Um, so, but I, it's, uh, this is, everybody says the same thing, but I just can't believe the slow parade of years that is, it just seems when you, when you're a kid, when you're a little guy or girl, you, you, you just think, oh my God, will the day never end. Oh, I can't wait till summer comes. Gee, school can't. And it just drags along. It just seems to take and forever. You, you also count your age in three quarters yeah, and a half. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm nine and a half. Yeah. I can't even calculate the weeks <laughs> or months that I'm I am. Nine and three quarters. Yeah. But but then when it seems to me as you get older now, I can't believe another year has just flown by. I know. I mean, I think about, for example, uh, September 11th was recently, the anniversary. And and then I hear it's 14 years since that that happened. And I said, well, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Right. It can't be four. If that's 14 years, uh, that's like a quarter, one-fifth of my life or whatever it works out to be. How can it have gone by that fast? Which is why we need to eat more pie. Oh, yeah. And here's a question for you. Can you buy a nudist on his birthday, birthday? What sort of birthday present can you buy? I can't think what to give him, no matter how I try. Do you think he would be allowed to wear his old school tie? (laughs) What can you give a nudist for a present? (laughs) The things I used to buy him would be wrong. I'd send a check, but dash it, how can he go out and cash it? (laughs) What can you give a nudist when his birthday comes along? (laughs) I just bought a, I just ran, well, I went to the library and got a book by a sportscaster named Al Michaels, which I know you wouldn't be interested in. No, but I know who he is. Okay, well, that's good. That's something. Yeah. I just thought he'd have a lot of anecdotes about Howard Cosell and Monday Night Football and things like that in there. But one of the things he uh, says in there is that, and he's older than me, if you can believe it. Is he still alive? Barely. One of the things he says is that in his entire life, he has never eaten any vegetables. I love this man. I I hate vegetables. Well, he doesn't necessarily hate them because he's never even tried them. I'll choke down down a tomato. Uh, Fruit, I think, technically. Artichokes I like and spinach. Really? Is a potato a vegetable? Uh, Yeah, I think so. It grows in the ground. It's not hanging on a tree. Corn's of grain. Yeah, no, I I think I think corn is is would be more like in the fruit family if you were trying to decide. I think it's a grain. I don't even think it's well, it is, but I mean it grows up on stalks. It's above the ground. So he's never even tried vegetables. That's what he says. I think that's very admirable. And then I met somebody else who said, "Yeah, me too. I've never had a vegetable in my life." I'm gonna be round my vegetables. I'm gonna chop down my vegetables. I love. Where I mean, were their parents when they were growing up? What were how, their parents feeding oh, them? Oh, I know. what I, I was watching this show, this America's Got Talent, which is the only one of those stupid talent shows I watch. And I'll probably be done with it now. But there was a guy on there, which you would love, Lisa, or hate, called 
Was that the regurgitator, regurgitator guy? Thank you. I couldn't think of it. That I saw the that professional it was on regurgitator, the, and I had to turn it off. And I thought, and and Penn and Teller were yeah. with him. No, and, he's he is fantastic. Oh my god! I, I I was just outraged when he didn't wind up winning it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, he didn't win the whole thing. He came in like third or something. I thought this guy's going to win because there's never been anything like this in the history of man. He takes things and he I goes through all it. these theatrics and he swallows them. And then his bit will be like, I'll swallow this ring and this locket and this key. I'll swallow them all separately and then I'll bring them back up and they'll and the, and the lock will be locked and the, and the ring will be attached. You know? May I borrow... Your small ring, please. My ring? I will return it to you 100%. You know, dry, I've... clean, and shiny. You know, I borrowed this ring for today for the show. Oh. It's a half a million dollars. It's... First of all, I'm going to put it inside. Oh. Ah! <coughs> Say goodbye. And, and he makes this whole thing of moving his stomach around. One locked lock. <coughs> Would you kindly put the key in, please? One key. Oh, good. I am going to find the key. Oh, yeah. Put it back into the lock. Wow. Unlock the lock. I'm, I'm so glad I didn't watch that. When it comes back, it should be locked inside, okay? No. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Of course, it's all a trick, but it's right. so well done that yeah. it just kills me. And the ring is just going into the lock right this second. Oh. He's going in. He's in. i just pushing it locked for oh. you. Oh. Now it is locked, and the key is on its way out now. I must make sure I keep the key to one side. It's coming back up. Oh. oh. And he's not really attractive you know and he's missing a bunch of teeth and and he's got kind of a big hairy gut on him and you don't but you have to watch it because he's supposedly manipulating things greatest act ever but anyway he right, claims that we'll he that. claims he's never eaten any vegetables or fruits in his life he's been too busy swallowing you know Rings other and locks and, that's and, very and funny. golf balls that's and stuff very like funny that. So that's my birthday. Yes, happy and, birthday uh, to thank you. you. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. I'm lucky to have had it. And it, it, it went by quickly. That's another good thing. I used to, I don't know if you have a particular birth date that you, you get these services where they tell you who else was born on your day. Uh-huh, yeah. Who was born on your day? The two, that's famous. The two most prominent names. This gets me a little worried. The two most prominent names that were born on my date, which was September 16th by now as you hear this were Lauren Bacall. Oh. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow. Now dead. Oh. B.B. King. The thrill is gone. The thrill is gone away. Yeah. And now, sadly, B.B. King has gone away. The thrill is gone, baby. The thrill is gone away. Now dead. Same oh. year. So, oh, same year too. Yeah. So I guess I'm. Oh. I'm. I'm getting nervous. Yeah, but you eat vegetables, so um, you're. you're, you're I'm gonna okay. start. I don't eat. Maybe that Maybe you many. should stop if that's the key <laughs> Maybe. to longevity. I think BB King just ate tons of vegetables, and look what happened. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren Bacall, she just pounded back the baked potatoes, and now look at her. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> okay, so all right. So much for that. Thank you for mentioning it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Came and went. So, um, we have a um, a friend, a mutual friend named Dave Tavers, who. Um, I don't consider him a friend of mine. Maybe he's a friend <laughs> of yours, but. And, no, in fact, as we have told people who listen to this podcast, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if it if wasn't it for, him. for him. He And he's humble about it. He says, no, nah, that's not true. It is true. I mean, not only did we get this thing up and going, thanks to you especially and him, but the, even the idea of doing a podcast, at least maybe you thought about it, but I, I w- had never considered it. And yeah. he was pushing uh, all the way and said, no, you got to do this. Yeah. You should do this yeah, thing. Yeah, got to do it. So, that's well, what, um, uh, he's always got his fingers in all sorts of different things. He's, and he's very savvy technically, and yeah. that's and that's what he's helped us with. Enormously he, creative. Yeah, and he does all he loves all kinds of things that I kind of happen to like a lot too. But I'm just not as uh, I'm, I'm just not as attuned to them, and I don't know how to make more of my uh, you know predilections the way he does. Well, what we're going to talk about is our dating sites, which is sort of a weird thing to think about. Well, then that Dave wouldn't on be one of mine. To, but. to bring Dave on to talk about that. Um, but I've always been fascinated by the, the niche specialty dating sites that are out there. You and, don't have to be lonely. That, the Farmers.com. Thing. Oh, yeah, Farmers.com. You, the first time you saw it, you figured, this is a bit, right? Right. This isn't real. Right. And And why Farmers? So now I'm thinking... Gee, maybe there's comic potential in this, and I do a whole series of them. You know? Oh, that's good. So like, you're there's another there's some more here that I looked yeah. up. Undertakers dot com. <laughs> it's is it? Yeah. It's probably a real site. Well, maybe could be. Yeah. Well, because you, you meet a lot of people as an undertaker. It just isn't that you can go any farther with the relationship. <laughs> Without That's getting, right. Without getting arrested. So he's going to share a couple of brand new sites that are out there, plus one that he is actually directly involved in. Cool. Um, let's welcome Dave on the line. You there, Dave? Did I press the right button? I'm here. Awesome. Dave Tavers, T-A-V-R-E-S. That's right. Looks like Tavres or something, but it's Tavers. So, Dave, we were talking earlier today, and you had, um, before we get to your site that you've created, um, tell us about... The two sites you were telling me about. One of them's not a new idea. There's other sites out there like that, uh, but um, one of them just cropped up recently. Uh, literally yesterday, I saw the article for my420mate.com for all those hot lovers out there. My420mate.com. But you know that's not a new idea. There's all sorts of pot dating sites out there. Boy, don't I know it. How do you know that? I don't know. I, I looked it up. I sure do. I looked it up. Okay. But tell us about the other one that you were mentioning uh, earlier. There's, there actually is a couple of pretty funny ones. I, I like Undertakers.com. It said but, you uh, got possibilities. The one I was telling you about was by Oscar Meyer. who started one called Sizzle for Bacon Lovers. Oscar Meyer Sizzle. And it's like, I looked it up and it's like S-I... Z L. It's like a really hip. Yeah. It's a hip way of spelling it. And yeah. yeah, I went to the site. It says find your bacon lover. Introducing Sizzle, a real dating app for bacon lovers. Connect with thousands of like-minded lovers who share your selective taste in bacon that's cured for twelve hours and smoked house for another twelve. So wouldn't you agree that that's sort of really more of a brilliant marketing yeah. move well, than see, a real? I mean- yeah, I mean, if unless you're a strict vegan, who doesn't? Have you ever met anybody? Who's, you, here, try bacon. 
Okay. Oh, that's awful. I hate it. Nobody doesn't like bacon. And if, would I really want to date somebody based on just the fact that they like bacon? It's a start, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You like bacon? So do I. I found a couple of other ones. One's called Zombie Harmony. Zombie Harmony is for zombies only. It's a very funny site. It's for zombies only. Um, um, <laughs> their tagline says, please date responsibly. Bring a baseball bat or a crowbar. So I thought that was very funny. And then did you hear about the one called Pounced? Pounced.org? Pounce is a site which is claiming to be a haven for furry fur, furs. Do you know what furs are? Fur, You're furries? Furries, people, like fursuiters. Yeah. So people who wear, um, who dress up in fur suits. Like Ed Asner. Or wear animal costumes for entertainment. Or well, for or for pleasure. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. I think it goes a little step further than that. Yeah. I find those people on Ashley Madison. So they really are. There really are some very specific niche sites. So, oh, hey, Pat. Lisa, I'll tell you what. I, I'll I'll be back on our next podcast. Okay. Why? What are you doing? Uh, just something. What are you gonna go to? Well, this is this is really. This is fine, but I I'm just don't feel a part of this conversation. So I'm just gonna go. Out to my car and make a few calls. Well, why don't you jump into the conversation? Uh, it's not. It isn't very compelling to me. Really? To me. Really? Well, it's uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I just thought we might be giving you new. Well, ma- I want to hear what Dave's what Dave's deal is. I, I don't care about this. Okay. Did you really do a, a bit called Undertakers dot com? No, but I'm I'm going to do one for Septic Tank Cleaners dot com. Because <laughs> that is that is super funny. I thought. I don't think I'd ever heard you mention that before. Well, how, how do those? I mean, I guess that's the idea of farmers: is where are they going to meet women because they're out plowing all day? And then right. same with septic tank guys. Although we had a guy come to our house one time and he cleaned out our septic tank, and that was quite a character. I remember that story. But yeah, and so this guy is—he's the guy that that stuck one end of a shovel handle down into the into the septic <laughs> tank, and then. With bare hands, swung it around and picked it up with his bare hands. Is he single? As he was leaving, he said, well, I got to get going. My girlfriend wants to go out to see a movie tonight. And went, my, my God, he's got a girl. There is someone for everybody. There really yeah. is. There really is. All right. Well, Dave, this is your chance to um, talk about the site you've just uh, launched. I, the new niche d- d- dating site. Uh idea about four years ago i'm a i don't know but pat mentioned that i kind of like a lot of different stuff and i worked at disneyland many years ago and i'm a big walt disney fan and have been out to his hometown of marshalling missouri and uh volunteer at some other stuff here in la didn't but, you drive uh, the the disneyland train dave or something i did i was a i was actually a tour guide at disneyland for yeah. several years and then i went and drove the steam locomotives up in the front actually oh. Did you ever wreck it? Did you ever wreck the train? Did you ever get Luckily, lost? Luckily, you can stand up when you're driving a train, and you know there's no steering wheel. So. <laughs> Pat wanted to know if you ever got lost. <laughs> no, but all day it was just circles. Yeah. You'd love NASCAR. One circle after another. All right, so let's talk about it. Uh, mouse, oh, yeah, Mousemingle.com. That's it. It's a dating site for Disney fans. And just like, uh, you know, we've talked about all the other niche markets, um, 
everybody, you know, there's somebody for everyone, but there is a pretty uh, deep well of Disney fans out there that just live and breathe Disney. Unlike people that love bacon or, you know, uh, Mac fanboys and fangirls that want to date another Mac fanboy or fangirl. Right. Um, you know, those are kind of simple, isolated uh, pleasures, but there's something weird that, you know, Disney Disney has a huge draw of people that uh, from every walk of life and have every type of interest, whether it's the movies or the theme parks or the world travel or the characters, you know, people collect all kinds of stuff. And of course, Lisa and I both uh, know a, a gentleman who whose son is a, would be considered autistic, I think, by one definition, and that they could never get through to for years, and then suddenly somehow he's exposed to Disney and Disney characters, the Disney ride or something, and it just it manifestly changed him, and all of a sudden it unlocked a little door. The door is not completely wide open, but there was something about the Disney experience that 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 thrilled this young man, and to the point that they, uh, the man and his son and wife, they moved to Disney to be near Disney World so they could take the boy there frequently nice. and it's it's been incredibly cathartic for the for the, the whole family well and, and the thing is i think uh, that happens for tons of regular people as well yeah, i uh, think so i know people that go to disneyland literally every week twice a week they have annual passes a lot of people travel yeah all rich, the rich people Seattle. mostly yeah, yeah that's for sure uh, well is- now there's no company that's as near as i can see that is more litigious than disney uh they're they're very particular about uh, using their name, their images, and all that sort of thing. Did you have to get a sign-off from Disney to do this? No. Well, I, the name is now Smingle.com. It's not Disney dating or, yeah. you know, Disney, any of that stuff. So, uh, I guess they would, probably, they would probably be more interested or, or potentially ready to go after you if it was a negative site. But this is very positive, right? Uh, yeah, very. And... <laughs> As a Disney geek, I would love to date a woman that is, you know, loves Walt Disney and likes going to Disneyland and following the movies and all that kind of stuff. But when you go to the parks, uh, especially when you go to the parks, there's people don't wear buttons that say, "Hey, I'm single. Come talk to me." I guess it so would also, never... I guess it would also uh, help you uh, refine that person a little bit based on which characters they gravitated towards. I mean, if it's people that kind of identify more with Goofy or Dopey. Or on the other side, maybe they're into Cruella DeVille or Captain Hook. Maybe you want to watch out for people like that. Or maybe not. Who knows? That's probably a good thing for them to add under their, their site, their dating profile, is who, which Disney character do you most, you know? Yeah. Uh, mostly bashful. And that's one of the questions. Because every I've been on a lot of online dating sites, and they all have the exact same questions. Right. How tall are you? How much do you weigh? Where do you live? What kind of work do you do? What's your favorite sport? <clears throat> Which everybody They're lies about right. anyway. Yeah, I weigh I weigh five hundred and seventy pounds, and I'm mostly into Dumbo. And I'm unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, is there an age demographic that you find among uh, Disney fans? I know you've been a Disney fan, like you said, for a long time. Um, it seems to me that. <clears throat> The nice thing about this is it's probably not restricted to any specific age group. They're young and old. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of young people that work at the parks, at least at Disneyland and certainly in Disney World, but around the world. <clears throat> Will you be and, doing activities there at the park? Because you live down there, down near Anaheim. Yeah, well, uh, yes. 
that that is one of the future plans to do uh, group uh, group dates or group meetups um, at different places. Maybe it's just at downtown Disney, so you don't have to buy tickets. But I also want this to be for people that live in Seattle and people that live in Wisconsin who are big Disney fans. Okay, now you've gone too have far. A, want that same magic, you know, that Disney has, but in their relationship. Yeah, they don't have to live near the park to be to take advantage of this site. They just have to be a Disney fan. Right. Yeah. Well, do, do cool. you do you qualify people? I mean, they have, to, they have to fill out some kind of questionnaire, and then you say, because I mean, and I don't mean to put a dark side on this, but I mean, this would be a nice little avenue for some John Wayne Gacy type to say, oh, this will be a good way for me to. Hmm, yeah. Well, certainly and, and, you, you have to be eighteen. That you know you can't uh, unless you lie. But uh, I don't. And nobody's going to do that. No, that's that wouldn't <laughs> be. That couldn't happen. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think that... Uh, and if it did happen, yeah. their nose would grow. Exactly. All the, all the online dating sites, you know, have inherent issues, but uh, the nice thing is when you say, hey, let's go meet at downtown Disney or let's go meet someplace public and talk about stuff we like, uh, yeah, there's weird people out there just like anywhere, but, uh, you know, Disney fans are kind of a special breed, and it's a pretty deep well. It's not terribly wide. It's not like Match.com where it's everybody in the world is single. But there's a lot of Disney people. Yeah, well, a lot of people on Match.com aren't single. Let me just tell you that. So <clears throat> they again, say they are, but uh, yeah. So. How, yeah. how would she know? Yeah, right. I was. Well, I've been I, on Match.com. I, I love that, that you're doing sites. this, Dave. I think it's a it's a lovely idea. And uh, uh, you know, Thanks. if I was single, I I would say, well, that man, that'd be a thing I would like to belong to. Uh, at, at least you would you would have some sense of. Where to start with somebody? If you yeah. have this in common, then right. let's see what happens after that. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Mousemingle dot com. Um, you've got a Facebook page, and the site's up and running. What's that? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, everything. Awesome. Um, you know you're going to be paying um for this ad that we just did on the podcast, right? Right. Yeah. This is considered a sponsorship. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm where I'm going to come up with the money. Yeah, don't worry. It's going to be hugely successful. All right, Dave, my friend, um, we'll catch up soon. Thanks for jumping on the uh, podcast with us to talk about that. Thanks, David. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Thanks, Bob. We'll talk soon. Right. Bye. Who's the leader of the truck that's made for you and me? M-I-C-K-U-I-M-O-U-I-C. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. MouseMingle.com. MouseMingle, yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I certainly wouldn't make fun of it, I, but there are some questions you have about any dating service. Now, you used to... Uh, did you ever do eHarmony? Yes. Okay. And I know I've talked to you a little about this, but the way you said yes... You, it suggests that you're done with that. Well, I haven't been. I haven't been on a dating site in years. I'm done. I mean, I'm actually kind of done with dating. Really? Yeah. And tell me. Well, maybe that's the way to go. I mean, maybe. I just. It's you may, a lot maybe of Maybe just work. let it let it come to you. It's a and lot the, of, even yeah. if it came to me on its knees with a bag full of gold, I'd have to say, let me just. Go, I'm going to go take a nap and think about it because hmm. it's a lot of work. But it, and, is is that a is that a point? That you have come to out of pain and uh, and being hurt, and bitterness. No, I mean I'm serious. I don't know. It might be, but you just, just look like at a, the years a, and 
And yeah. you just say, God, I, I have spent years throwing energy at this. I'm actually quite satisfied throwing energy at things that I want to throw energy at now, which are my friends and my family <clears throat> and working on my house and my my career and my pets. And that, you know, um, is now giving me it's there's a lot of fulfillment there. I'm not sure I have the desire to uh, date someone new and get to know them. Mm-hmm. And all the energy it takes with that. I also think part of it for me is since I travel so much for business, that is another huge time suck for me. So I don't know how I would even sustain it. But you know People what? People do, but yeah. I'm just really happy. Easy. I'm really happy. If you're, I, if you're happy, then... I'm super happy. I'm super happy. I'm... I'm not in, I think of people who are stuck in relationships that can't get out or they're with somebody they shouldn't be with, perhaps married to them, somebody who abuses them. You've been with couples who are fighting all the time. And and I just think, I don't get up every day going, oh my God, I can't believe I'm trapped with this ass. (laughs) I don't do that. I get up and I'm like, I'm... exact words my wife uses I am free. I'm so, it's, it's really nice. So, I mean, I guess Very in, nice. in, in a fairy tale world, yeah, Prince Charming would be great and all of that sort of stuff. What you realize Maybe. as you, as you get know. older is that uh, as you grow, a lot of the shibboleths that you were given when you were a kid by parents and teachers and stuff, it turned out to be baloney. It isn't true. Everybody's not nice. Everything isn't going to work out. Uh, a, 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 a door that closes doesn't mean another one's going to open. Those are all wonderful things, but they're not necessarily true. And it, when you get to a point in your life where you say, you know what, I'm just I'm not going to buy into all the baloney. I'm not going to wait for a, a ray of light to come down from heaven or a miracle to occur. It's it just I'm going to control the parts of my life that I can control. Yeah. And and in that and there's probably not very much of that. And other than that, I'm just here a very brief time, and I'm going to have a blast while I'm doing it, right. or as much of a blast as I can. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I just I've been supremely happy over these past few years. You know how happy that makes me to hear. Really? It, of course it does. Well, I'm glad. Did you uh, think I was like just well? I just sad get, single. I just old see you woman. get bounced around. It's what made me think about it is is how um, you think I'm I'm blowing smoke at you, but but how what an appealing funny a uh, warm and uh interesting person you are intelligent i mean you got all of the you got all the positive adjectives and yet all this this stuff that these these dating debacles and all of this sort of stuff so to say that the world makes any sense is baloney it doesn't and then you You're see sweet, and then you but... see really really ass people I know, happily married. They got a lot of money, everything yeah. works out. So to try yeah. and figure this life out is insane. It is insane. Just, just so. enjoy what you got. And uh, I know it sounds like a bunch of preaching stuff, but it but it takes a while to finally get there. Yeah, and I, you're right. I, I don't think I, if we, you and I had had this conversation a year, year and a half ago, or two years ago, I would be like this. It's actually very recent that I've come to a really comfortable spot. That's excellent. And I'm just I'm very happy. <clears throat> My wife went through a bunch of health things this past year. I know. And uh, and of course I love her like crazy. But it even that it it's it's good in a way to get a good hard uh, pail of cold water on your face and say wake up, wake up. Okay, this is. You really appreciate what you got and, mm-hmm. and who you got. And 
and the life you have, which uh, as as we started with this podcast, mine is getting, if it was a candle, it's down about like to a nub now, and your flame is starting to go out. Your wick is getting shorter by the you, second. There you go. Yeah. Seems to me you lived your life like a candle not really. I, I just, I'm very, I'm kind of pleased with myself. I, I look at my age and then I look at other people my age who are infirmed or they've had some you know, some bad luck and stuff. And I think, you know, on balance, man, I what do I got to complain about? Zero, that's what. Hey, I recently, by the way, went to, and I will, I'll talk about this in a future podcast, the reason I went to my old high school recently. But I went into the old high school, and I, um, and, and it's funny because a lot of people, if you go back to your hometown, and my hometown, Bend, Oregon, is completely changed. It doesn't. You have to search high and low to find anything that looks the same. You sound like an old man talking. Now. No, it's really true. No, I, mean, I know, but that's what old people say. I know, but it's changed far more. I mean, if you grew up in Seattle, for example, and, and you went down, downtown Seattle today, would you sure. recognize much? No, but Smith's that's... Tower, that's about it. Right. There's, oh, there's the Space Needle. There, right. That's it. Go down to the South Lake Union area, when, which become Amazon Village. I, I know. Mean, oh, my God. That's, I know. It's, it's, I, I'm sorry if you're an I Amazonian, know. but that's a hellhole. I, 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 would, I don't want to be one of those people. It's like a giant anthill with all these little people running all yeah, around. Yeah, like it wasn't crowded enough down there oh already. Thanks it's, a lot, Amazon. It's horrible. So I go to the, my high school, my old high school, which is, an, um, amongst all the changes, it really looks exactly the same. They haven't, it, and it looks like a pile of crap, really. It just doesn't, it needs an update badly. It needs to go to the, needs to go for a makeover. I go into the lobby of the place, and they have erected what they call the Distinguished Alumni Hall of Fame. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, I am, for some reason, I am in the Distinguished Alumni Hall of Fame. Wait a minute. There's, you are? I know. I just I, This happened a few years ago, and I have no explanation How for it. How many people total are in the Distinguished Alumni Hall the, of Fame they add display? About, they add about 10 a year. Oh, and that's I, a lot. And I think uh, maybe 8, 10. And I was in the in the uh, the inaugural class, so, so it's maybe five years they're ago. They're churning out some pretty cool people out of that high school. Uh, if they're adding 10 a year. They are adding cool people, but I'm not one of them. And I'm not being modest. I mean, I got up and I looked at the the Wall of Fame. My plaque is next to Les Schwab. I was getting into my car one morning when I heard it sounded like a kitten was trapped in my car, but I couldn't find it anywhere. And so, and then the only other name, maybe. Do you maybe, know him? Well, he's. Did he's, you go to school with him? No, no, what? he was years before me. Oh, okay. He's deceased now, but. Oh, okay. But, and, and then the only other name people might know is uh, a skier. That went to the Olympics, a woman named Kiki Cutter, who uh, then went on to be a pretty successful entrepreneur and a magazine right. so publisher you've got and a, stuff. you got an athlete, mm-hmm. you've got a successful entrepreneur. Yeah. There's a guy, there's a who kid that, on there? that's a professional NFL player and okay, stuff. So I So I look, at, I look at the breadth of all the different names, and there's little biographies and things about, and there are people that have, that have distinguished themselves in in the sciences, uh, cancer research, uh, mental health, there are people that have uh, uh, been successful in the in the political realm. There are people that are leaders of of companies uh, in the uh, 
in the computer field. And uh, then there's you. And there's me. And I don't belong. <laughs> I, I'm not being humble. I don't belong. I'm a schlub. What did, this your, is, what did your What did your accolade list say? Oh, it's to just the somehow, To somehow justify why you were up there. It says, does a crappy podcast <laughs> with a woman who's really good on it, but. No, I yeah, mean well, it just it just lists in general sort of way. He's been you're you know, an entertainer. T- TV and radio. He's a show he's one of those show folk. Yeah. Yeah. Well and you're probably works with cool, a carnival. The cool thing is you're the like the only representative of that type of and I've said this too that and I when we were on the air, we're so lucky to do what we did. Mm, boy, but I always we? said I had the dumbest job ever. Because basically what I did was sit around talk and drink coffee that was my job yeah. every morning with you but peep there's some value there and and we forget that there's some value there yeah and i, I well I, but I, there, I get there must be saying. i'm not saying the people who nominated make the nominations are stupid no, I'm, but I, I'm just saying that there is such an inequity there I, and you see it especially in that environment where you're yeah. now in the it's easy for us to sort of be away from that sort of but yeah if you get a, people in a room and you're looking around you're going i don't fit here yeah. i don't yeah. i have a dumb job i do dumb stuff if you went back i'm a dumb guy if you went back to my high school days i mean if you were trying to judge who should be on right. the distinguished hall of fame based right. on their popularity in high school, right. all the women that they that were attracted to them, their athletic accomplishments. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, I would be so far down at the bottom of the barrel. I would I'd be a, a piece of mash instead of an apple. Did you get any um, awards uh, in school um, that you can think of? For attendance? Uh, no, I got Good. stuff like Speaker of the Year, See? You know, stuff like that. Well, yeah, but that's only that only mattered to people who were in speech class. This the general school guy. I don't what what does that mean? I don't know who that. <laughs> Let's beat the crap out of him. Come on, Larry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's that little sissy speaker. Yeah. Let's get him. Yeah, you know. I mean, I I don't mean to to uh, downgrade all of that stuff, but it just seemed so incongruous when I looked and I I said, man, there's some impressive people here. On the other hand, if you went to like a, a, cele- a cemetery, let's say, in Los Angeles, you wouldn't recognize the names of, of a great surgeon or you wouldn't recognize even the name of a, of a celebrated, if you want to put it in showbiz, uh, director perhaps or an agent or something. But, you know, you put some some third-rate actor's name on a tombstone and goes, hey, look who's there. Yeah. It's Slappy Jenkins. <laughs> uh, I remember him. He was in that series. Yeah. So it's... There, there is a disproportionate number of, of, of really meaningless things in, in any Hall of Fame. Fame is not the same as accomplishment. Let's put it that way. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. And, and so if it's a Hall of Fame relative to, to maybe my hometown, uh, th- there well, might be know, something to that. But in terms of accomplishment, it ain't me. That's you're for still sure. young. Even though you just had that birthday. No, I can't even say that no, listen, anymore. listen, yeah, you are. You can change your ways. If this Grandma Moses you, started painting ex- when she was in her 70s exactly. or 80s, right? So okay. what would you like to accomplish that would make you feel better okay. about being in that um, company of people when you walk into your high school? What would then sort of elevate you mm. in your mind that Brilliant. you are now worthy? That's a great question. You know what I'd like to accomplish are things I can't accomplish. Uh, you know the road not taken. I'm, I'm sure you think about this stuff too. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, maybe I'm just deluding myself. But now I now at this age I think I wish I'd have gotten into law. 
Oh. Or even, or gotten into medicine. You would have I mean, been a great lawyer. I think you'd be a bad doctor. I even think... You would have been a great lawyer, though. Yeah, I probably would have been a bad doctor. You're right. <laughs> I'm not smart enough. I wouldn't do the math. I, I couldn't figure but it out. But because you're a good speaker and you, you, can't, you command attention, I mean, I can see you just having some insane courtroom... In my I mean, darkest moments, you know what I really think I could have been? What? And I think I could have pulled off. I could have been a television evangelist. Oh, yeah. I you think, totally could have. I mean, I, my, my conscience wouldn't let me take money from people, uh, you know, in the way that these, the worst of those types do. Well, tell me, how did you feel? When you come out the wilderness, somebody said, I felt like running. Somebody said, I felt like dancing. Somebody said, I felt like shouting. Tell me, how did you feel when you come out the wilderness? Say it. Say it. But I think I could otherwise do it because it's just a big, it's a it's big just, scam. It's just a big scam. You're just hamming if it you, up. And if it, you want to watch a really interesting documentary, um, uh, it's it's out now. It's called An Honest Liar, and it's about uh, the amazing, um, God, not Larry. Uh, it's a guy who debunks all uh, the spoonbenders. Yuri, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Yuri Geller. They've, been, yeah. they've they've had an ongoing feud for decades. Um, and the, the uh, TV evangelist that used to make all all that money, who he finally figured out how he was, it's all trickery. And his goal in life, he says, I love magic and I love trickery and I love yeah, sleight of hand. It is like Only that. for entertainment purposes. So his whole life has been now to expose people who are doing it for profit. It's a fascinating documentary. And you would have been really good at. You know what I do? A and lot people of, throw money at that. I know they do. I, a lot of, uh, late at night, I just start watching those shows. Yeah. I watch those guys, the preachers and stuff. Yeah. It's not because I'm buying into any of it. I'm just fascinated at the process, and I'm also fascinated at the people whose hands are in the air, saying, "Yep, that's the guy for me." Right. They can they can even be people that have fallen from grace many times. And had scandals, the Jim Bakers and 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 that ilk, mm-hmm. and yet they can they they come back again, and it's like unembarrassedly here I am again. I have sinned against you, my lord. Yeah, give me your money, eat, and dang it yeah, if they don't. People eat that crap up. So if you yeah rent it, it's a great documentary called An Honest Liar. I have a message for you, a very sad message. By my subject for this evening will be. Little Bo Peep. It says here, Little Bo Peep, who was a little girl, has lost her sheep and doesn't know where to find her. Now that's reasonable, isn't it? The only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. The only boy who could ever teach me was the son of a preacher man. You see what he was. Let's end with this because I I love um, the performer. Who's your favorite? Like like your, let's say you got three people uh, that are go to 
music performers for you. you. You've you asked me this before, and but I, I've given I you don't... time to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I know, a little but I bit. Still... I mean, I, 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 I mean I don't, it can be. It can't be. Doesn't even have to be the ultimate person because that you'll when the podcast is over, you'll say, "Oh, wait, I completely forgot about this person." It just off the top of your head, who could be in the list? Like somebody whose music I would listen to all the time. Yeah, if they're on, it almost doesn't matter. Uh, you're gonna listen. I, you know, I'm. I love rhythm and blues and and and. But more Old specifically, Town. I know. So I'm like, you know, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I would listen yep. to Al That's, Green. I mean, yeah. all those. Those I, are great. Are, yeah, you and I, I are kind love of that kind of music. I love Sinatra. I love. I see. I don't like Sinatra. I love older stuff like that. I love Sinatra and people like um, uh, Mel Torme and Tony Bennett. I, I could listen to that all day. Yeah. But uh, but there are some artists that kind of straddle. The so-called genres, you know, that that, that can basically the, you can hear them doing country, you can hear yep. them doing jazz, uh, rhythm and blues, standards, or, or what sound like standards, and uh, and Van Morrison falls <gasps> into that. That's right, Van. I love you're the one who turned me on to oh. Van Morrison because you would play so much of his music on the morning show, and I was never really a fan until and I went out and rem I remember buying the box set because of all the music you did. You really. Love Van Morrison. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's fantastic. He is fantastic. And and the other fascinating thing about him is he's about to turn 70, which is why we thought of this. But See, you're not as old as he is. No, I'm not as old as and him. And he's still performing. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I, and so, you know, I wanted to see him perform. I mean, there's there's a handful of people. Uh, another one I want to go see is Sting. I want I want to go see James Taylor and Carol King and people like James that. James Taylor isn't a very nice man, but you can go see him. He's not nice? Want. No. Was, was he mean to you? Not me personally. What, what what's not nice about him? He's sort of a misogynist. Uh, I heard something about him uh, getting abusive mm -hmm. in one of his marriages or his relationships. Yeah, pretty yeah. much all of them. I don't want to believe that, so I won't. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. It seems that's he, the way to handle that. Well, I know. Yeah, that's stupid. But he seems <laughs> mellow now, and he sings and he does nice mm -hmm. songs. I mean, can't you? Like somebody's well, one aspect yes. of somebody's life, like Hitler was a great painter. Why doesn't anybody talk about that? We did talk about in a few podcasts ago that Jerry Lewis was a complete dick, yeah. and we still I agree. I love Jerry Lewis. Oh movies. yeah, yeah. I mean, so you're right. So yeah, you yeah. Jerry like, Lewis is a good is it's a good a great example comparison. of that. Yeah. Did you read that book? By the way, I was talking about. I ordered book. it, and it should be coming from Amazon any day. I'm really excited. Count, King of comedy. Maybe I'm just maybe King I'm. King of comedy. No, I totally. Maybe you won't read like it. it like I did. No, I totally want to. I just read thought it. it's one of those salacious, juicy books, but it seems well researched, and you know, if even a portion of it is true, ooh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. In that same regard of salacious and stupid. Yeah. Uh, I, I. I'm love sorry. That the recent Republican debates. Uh, I mean, I, my wife and I, are, we actually record those and we sit back with a bowl of popcorn and watch them. I mean, they're, they're fun, especially when they have nothing to do with politics. I know it's not moving us forward towards solving our nation's problems, but it, as entertainment, it is, especially when that crazy Donald Trump gets into the, the personal about your physical appearance and yeah. men and women, I mean, and whether you're intelligent or I mean, what, what, I, I just shake my head and say, 
what in the world yeah, could it's, our it's, if if the framers of our constitution could be alive today and hear this stuff going on yeah because they're very much it's it, it's the uh you are it's like that and it's just it's, it's just short of a push hey i'll meet you out in the playground yeah. after this debate's yeah, over okay you are and so is your mom. I would love to see it degenerate into an actual punching match. I mean, it, it's probably near that right now. Yeah. It's crazy. So, anyway, that that's my idea of entertainment. Either I watch that or I watch, uh, you know, uh, television evangelist shows. Just like they're candy. <laughs> that's, that's Just good. like they're candy. Well, we I think we're pretty much at the end of this road on this particular podcast. Yeah, but we before wrap we, up. Before we wrap up, let's talk, uh, let's let's mention quickly just for the purposes of time not because this isn't really important and meaningful to us all the people who support this podcast we don't really ask you to support it we don't have tele- we don't have you know telethons radiothons like they would but for we public we should we we'll heal you yeah we will yeah. heal you that's good well, yeah. let's work on that okay let's work on that that's right uh, john oliver has that's his new thing now on his show is that he's He's formed a religion. I love that. The religion that he yeah, formed, is yeah. it's real. His point is to show how exempt all of these uh, quasi-religions are from getting taxed the way they should be. Yeah. And they're taking your money and they're not paying any tax. I mean, so he said, well, I'm going to form my own religion. And he's gotten tons of bags of mail mm-hmm. and uh, many of them with money inside. I know. I think that's and Nobody great. can lay a glove. His, the idea is not to, to, make, to do that, but the idea is to change... The silly laws that we have about that. So people, really silly laws. People aren't getting ripped Very off. upsetting. Anyway, we want to thank our podcast supporters, and they are Legion, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced some of their names. And uh, and some of them were quite generous. If you gave us 10 cents, it, that's quite generous. Yeah, it helps defray some of our uh, costs. And I hope I haven't left any names out here, Lisa, but it's Eric Sigmund, mm-hmm. Ian E. Hansen, E. E, the letter E. Could be Edward, could be Edna. We don't know, but thank you. Ms. Hansen, our friend Lynn Barker, whose name we know well, and she's been a supporter of constant supporter since uh, Marconi days. Marcia Gay, seen her name many times. Gregory McKee, Jan Alexander, Robert Riego. It could be. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's R E I G O, like Diego, Mm -hmm. but it might be Rigo. I know. But Roberto, thank you. Peggy Barnett, Mary. K O C H. Mm-hmm. I've seen it as uh, Coach Cock. Co- Coach Cock, and I've seen it as uh, Cook. Oh, I really? I know a woman with that spelling who named. She's obviously her. pronouncing it wrong. Cook. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Rudow or Rudow and Gwendolyn Thomas. There's a great name, Gwendolyn. Yeah, that's yeah, a great name. I just don't hear it enough. So Thanks thank for you for all your support. People um, sent this stuff. We're gonna we do take the money and we spend it on candy. We do. I'm not gonna kid you. And uh, Bloody Marys and all of that stuff. So go to uh, per- uh, Peculiar Podcast. Yep. Go to our Facebook page. Yeah, that'd um, be nice. And yeah. um, uh-huh. support us if you can. Just a cup of coffee helps. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. We love you. Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you there's no one above you? Well, my heart with gladness Take away my sadness Ease my trouble, that's what you do 
Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.